Welcome back to the Divas Corner Talk Show. I'm sitting here with my godsons and a couple of my sons. And we decided that we would go ahead and speak on that whole situation with H&M Fashions regarding the whole sweatshirt thingy. So, uh, this morning I received some posts uh, online, people being outraged about the formal wear. Uh, one little black boy was in a hoodie. And in the one hoodie, he um, stated... His shirt stated that he was the coolest monkey in the jungle. And then there was a white boy, and on the other side, his shirt said, his hoodie said, I survived the jungle. And so people have been really outraged about what they feel like the message is that's being relayed to society, especially in a time where we're speaking about racism at an all-time high. We got issues from the President of the United States making racist comments and uh, attacks on that racism. And so I wanted to get my, my godson and my son's views on how they feel about this, uh, this fashion statement being made from H&M. Is it people taking it too far? Should we look more into things like this in the subliminal messages that's being spoken of out here? Would you want to rock a shirt uh, that says the coolest monkey in the jungle next to uh, a white person who says on their shirt and their hoodie that they survived the jungle? What jungle did they survive? To be honest, I don't know what jungle they survived. I can't say for anybody's life and the way that they live. Exactly. But at the same time, if they are talking about the, if they are talking about like back in the day type, yeah. they really didn't survive no jungle. We survived the jungle. Like we was the we were the slaves and everything. And then at that, they put in the only thing that I really see that's wrong is how come the white boy, not even being on no race stuff, the little white boy has something saying I survived the jungle, but yet when they give it to us. We got to be in a forming type of an animal. You feel me? Like, we're the coolest ones right. in the jungle, but actually, they put us in the jungle, and they enslaved us, if you want to be honest. Y'all brought us here, and y'all did this to us, so I don't know why they put those comments on there. Then the shirt should be opposite. I think it should be opposite. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. I They're the ones that are savages. They're the ones that are in the jungle, and we think, are the um, ones. When you look at it physically dealing with imagery, you know what I mean? Because when you're selling something, you're selling an image of something. Do you think that the image that they're selling is saying, hey, black people uh, think it's cool to be in the jungle and being in the midst of the storm and going through what they're going through versus uh, being survivors of our circumstances? Do you find that reflective in those hoodies, in, the, in that clothing wear? No. I, I mean, I, I would, but I wouldn't at the same time because... Even though, like, they just trying to make clothing nowadays. They don't really care what they're putting on there. They're just making clothing. But some of that shit, that's they what, don't that's understand. That's why I'm asking, do you think that it some reflects that, on it? Yeah, some of that shit, they don't understand that it hurts other people as well. well I do. I, well, so, like, sometimes they do those things on purpose. Like, just like the Timberlands they made, that exactly. tree was made to be hung, hung for hanging. the slavery. So, they know what they're doing. But some people don't think of it as that. So now when you get up there, say for instance, you was a that's fashion designer and you got up there, do you think that you need to be culturally aware of what products you produce, seeing as if you have a fractured audience? That's what we call a fractured yes. audience. Yes. You got to be able to reach every single person on their basis. 
Because it's always going to be like Casey was saying, somebody who doesn't and does like it or they read more exactly. into something. But what what he's saying is, is once you get up there and you have a brand and people who actually go out and research to look on how you should advertise or how you should design your wear, why isn't this company's uh, people who are producing their material more mm-hmm. aware that we are in a time frame, first of all, where racism is at an all-time high? So even if the intent wasn't to do that yeah, and the yeah. intent was just to make clothing, you knew you got to be aware that this imagery of a white dude and a black dude, this wasn't two white dudes standing next to each other and saying, I'm the coolest monkey in the jungle. We got racial tension going on in America. Mm-hmm. So th- this, this is a, a black boy wearing something that reflects on the way that the media has portrayed black people and black youth for a long time. And that's a real big problem that we got to look at when we deal like imagery and somebody needs to be responsible for the material that they produce out here. So I agree with what you're saying because people will always look into something more than what it is. But at the same point in time, they got a social responsibility because they're selling that mm-hmm. image to people. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes. Back at it, we talking about H&M, the fashionable clothing wear, and the racist statement that's being protested across the country going on right now regarding the hoodie of a black boy. And it stated on the hoodie that he was the coolest monkey in the jungle. The white boy's hoodie stated that uh, he was a survivor of the jungle. We're talking about the imagery of these fashion people, what they're putting out here in the media, and how the white ring media has... Uh, put an image out there of the black man and the black youth for these past years and how it's affecting the future of how we look at things now. Casey, now you said, you know, to you, it, it, it just seems more of a fashionable statement that's being a little bit read more into. Yeah, Go ahead and, and indulge in that a little bit more. I just feel like a lot of people now that it's being 2018 and just like as last year, like I said, they're just making clothing just for people to feel like they got swag and stuff now they're not really realizing what's on their clothing and what it makes them look like you feel me as far as people who's older you know like like just for instance like mom you're older so you know about the background as far as certain stuff so so certain stuff that we wear you could be like oh why are you wearing that and we wouldn't know why are you asking us that question you feel me so like at the same time they a lot of people now that we are we are talking about it, they should like really realize what they've been wearing, realize what they're gonna be wearing. You feel me? In these next few years, like because they're putting money into exactly. it. Exactly, they're putting a lot of money into this shit, and and all they're and all it's doing is this. So he's what he's saying is like they're blinded by the fashions. See, everything has a meaning, and fashion, even with the tag, it has a meaning. The brand, the brand has a meaning, and people don't understand that meaning. They just buy the fashion because they see they see the image of the fashion. They don't really see what it is. They don't really see what's the meaning. Just like I had to look up the bag that I was wearing, the fanny pack, the MCM bag. And actually, it goes back to the Greek and of hip victory. You know, once they won something, they used that MCM as victory. That's what it was. See, you have to have the knowledge of all these name brand things. Spiritually and all. Spiritually and all, because you don't know what you're wearing. Exactly. And you're paying them. You're buying stuff from making them. them you making them rich. Say if you stop. Hold on. Say if you stop buying from uh, Michael Jordan and stuff like that for six months. 
Think about that. They wouldn't the stop making money. Finances. Their finances will go down. And we will make money from saving. And look, That's and how they make money. Now they doing something just like what he said. Just like Michael Jordan. People got killed yeah. over his shoes. People get killed People over People get killed stuff. over fashion. I mean, I see how they making it... Uh, they making it like a fashion statement for the people because as you see how our generation move, it's really all about clothes. It's all about mm-hmm. that's all people care about. They wanna be Shoes. the they wanna be the most the best looking out of anybody. It doesn't matter. And then when it comes down to it, like the way that they using it, they gonna have to watch what they say. Because and when you are making clothes, I'm sorry, you can't just put whatever you feel right, right. on there. Because people gonna always have a different outlook on it. Exactly. Right, all right, right. over the world. Right. So and that's a real big, huge thing. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, let, let me go ahead and get this for y'all real quick. This yeah. is the top from okay. Forbes, top multinational. Okay, companies, we got Hines and Maritz. That's H-E-N-N-E-S and Maritz, M-A-U-R-I-T-Z-A-B. They engage in the sale of clothing, accessories, footwear, cosmetics, home textiles. Products include accessories like underwear, cosmetics, sportswear, and other things. So let me explain something to you. This company's net worth uh, reported back in March of 2013 from Forbes was $28 billion. $28 billion? $28 billion. That's ridiculous. It says that um, the richest of Sweden's 12 billionaires and the 17th richest we, man in the world. Person is a chairman and main shareholder in fashion company H&M, which was founded by his father, Erling person in 1947. So it's it's important to have your history because exactly. uh, at the end of the day, in, um, this was fashioned uh, founded in 1947 yeah, by his father, Erling Person. So this isn't a new person. We're talking about somebody who is 28 billion dollars in on American money. Can you honestly say, Casey, that they're unaware of the imaging that they're providing out here? I feel like they is for real. And only I mean, now that you just heard this. Yeah, and the only reason why I say that is because at the end of the day, they're still laughing in our face while they're holding yeah. money. We're sitting here. Was you amazed wearing, to hear that? $28 yeah, billion? Dollars? Yes, most definitely. Because at the end of the day, there shouldn't be that much money spent on clothing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I see? You know how many people. All right, we'll be money. right back. We coming yeah. back in one. All right, back out of the Divas Corner, sitting here with my godsons. We got Casey London in the building. We got Quano. We got King Ghost, a.k.a. Sean up in here. We are talking about H&M Fashion Wear. I just disclosed to them that H&M makes $28 billion. It was started in 1947, and the owner uh, was founded by the father, Erling Persson. Persson is the 12th billionaire Richest billionaire in Sweden and the 17th richest person in the world. Now, check this out. I, I got to throw this out here. I got to throw this out here. Guess where the clothes is made? Bangladesh. Bangladesh. So, now we're looking at a company that sells clothing to American people, but they pay cheaply. So, they, their profits don't even help that's how they, America itself. That's how they get their business revenue up. Just like China. They pay just like yeah. yeah. Just like how they pay China for all of their stuff to get made. They don't pay China no like, good money like, to survive off of. It's like, like PS4s and stuff do it, like that. They this do it less money, less money less money. Guns are made look, from China. Less money makes more money. 
Even Russia, they pay Russia you can for find, they, they do it Russia like, for stuff. They do it like if you could find a way to do it with less money and then you still yes. gonna be making all profit back from it. See what happens is it. you know how the rich stay wealthy. See the wealthy only stay wealthy to keep people to uh, make people poor. They gotta keep the poor poor. Yeah. What I'm saying is because if they don't keep the poor if poor, they the then people, they won't yeah, be they wealthy. They won't be wealthy. <laughs> and they the they're taking American and dollars. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. And the wealthy, what you, what the wealthy do, actually, the wealthy they spend less money than the poor do. The poor spend more money on clothes and stuff when the, uh, the wealthy go to the thrift stores and stuff and spend less money when y'all think they going to highly places when they just going to little places and buying lesser things, spending lesser prices on y'all. And they making more money. Right, right. Now, it made me question, uh, with this going on and them putting that image trajectory out there, what do they do in the community? What what does H&M mean to the community? So, I found, well, it's the two names that I told you about. But uh, this is the thing about it. So, this uh, past uh, couple years, they partnered up with UNICEF to... Like donate through corporate and philanthropic partnerships, which is a nonprofit global foundation initiated by H and M, and it's supposed to be for children's uh, rights. We're talking about uh, focuses on the H and M Foundation, focuses on education, clean water, and strengthening women, and the partnership with UNICEF within the area of education. So they provide about. Uh, 120 million sec dollars, which is about 13.5 U.S. million dollars to UNICEF a year out of that 28 million dollars. Now, uh, 28 billion dollars. Do you think that the 13.5 million dollars, which isn't even 10 percent of what they gain in revenue for their for their clothing, 28 billion dollars and they give 13.5 million Every year to UNICEF for educational funding and stuff like that. Do you think that they pay in uh, equivalently to what they take out into the imagery that uh, affects and impacts the community? You understand understand the question? Yeah. Basically, are they given how they're taken, or is this just a, a, a shindig to make them look good in society to say that they do something? Second part in corporate America because they're only giving 13.5 million, but they're making 28 billion dollars net worth. So it makes you really, you know, I mean, think about how we look at the imagery of how they move in society. Right, we already agree. Would you want to rock this clothing knowing that this is the imagery that they're presenting? No, I wouldn't, and that's and I and the only reason why I wouldn't is just because I wouldn't want. The other people looking at me in a way as if like, cause any any person would just be like, all right, he already know what he's wearing, so why is he wearing that? Right. You know I mean? So I wouldn't want no person to even think of me in that way, like I'm trying to be funny. And you're an artist, exactly. so moving I forward, you gotta watch exactly. out about the brands, exactly. especially if you get a deal. We you know what I mean? Music, we do music, so that really that really involves yeah, with what we do, like. The clothing that we wear, the certain clothing that we wear, like if it's if it don't make sense of what you if you don't know what you want. All right, we coming back. We'll be right back. Hold that thought right there. Back at it, y'all. This is the Beavis Corner Talk Show. I'm sitting here. We talking about H and M fashion. Just got word in through that the stores in Africa were stormed. You hear that? 
The stores in Africa were stormed in an outrage and H&M did in fact remove the photo but is still selling the hoodie abroad. It will not be for sale in the United States. So the hoodie is not going to be sold in United States stores. However, they're saying that they took down the ad, but they're still selling the hoodies in other stores. And a couple hours ago in Africa, the H&M stores were stormed and torn down, like just basically, you know, rampaged and sacked in Africa. What's your thoughts on that? What you think about that, boys? Just finding we, out this information as it's coming through. I, I think, you know, we would have did the same thing. That's what we were discussing about, you know. And that's why that's, they felt how, they felt the, the meaning to it. They felt the understanding. And it says they, they apologize for offending people with this image of a printed hoodie top. And the, hold on. Someone says, in the year of 2018, there's no way brands and art directors can be this negligent and lack awareness. If you look at other sweaters in the same category, they have white kids. We have to do better. And that came from Alex Medina on Twitter. So when you look at people's comments and they, and they say things like that, how does it make you feel when you see this representation of how black people or black youth are presented. I mean, this boy was wearing a sweater that said he's the youngest, you know, the coolest monkey in the jungle. And he's just a kid. So is he being told that, you know, it's, it's, it's cool to be crazy? I mean, what's the imaging that's being sent? What's the message that's being sent across the board here? I feel like they're just trying to be funny, period. Very now, I mean, because I know at the beginning when we first started this podcast, you had no idea. And that's why I told yeah, you I wanted I, to do it raw it, and uncut because I wanted to see how, you know, as things advanced, what your take was on it. Especially, like you said, just being young, you don't know the history behind these companies. You're thinking that this is a new product, a new company. And, in fact, this company's been around for 60, 70 years. And it's worth $28 billion of American money. And then on top of what I was saying was like with this clothing, with this clothing lines that they're coming out with, they even got, they even got males wearing female clothing. Like, like, where do you do that at? You, you got an actual male wearing female clothing, but y'all making it into a male fashion. That's what I don't understand. I don't like, understand that How at do y'all, like, that's don't go right. Even if you a dude, if you's a real nigga, like I'm gonna I'm keep it all the way G. I'm Quan. I keep it G. But if you real... Ain't no way, no how, all these, everything skinny, all these ripped up shirts and stuff, female, female, female so products for real. producing more of a feminine look. They, it exactly. Started bag, it started from baggy pants to tight tights. Like, it, it started from, it started, it started to, male, it having, gender to come out of speedo, nowhere. Like, you wearing speedos around started, here, basically. It started to happen. Now people room in your pants, pants to not have Now, no with, you know, with us going into the wear and understanding that gender, gender, um, fluid identity is coming into play, do you feel like the media is pushing more for? For a homosexual reality and a homosexual society and culture versus, you know what I mean, um, religion or spirit or man and woman, which was what was known as the normal situation going on. Yeah, they're they're actually doing it more than actually as many times we can count. Like they, I didn't see it on Netflix. I didn't see, you know, boys kissing and liking each other and stuff like that. So with us, um, sexual altercations with boys. With us concluding in these topics in this conversation, would you say it's safe to say that the media and, and the clothing that we wear and the images that's put out there does, in fact, 
psychologically the mind and the perspectives of how we view other people they do. or how we are viewed as a people. They do. That's what I'm thinking. Well, you heard it here first. I'm glad that we could get some young black men's perspective on this from the beginning to the end. Like I said, they were unaware at the beginning of this conversation that HMM, we knew it was a popular fashion, but we weren't aware of how just popular and how well-vested this company was. The ads were taken down and removed, but the product itself, let's be mindful, is still being sold. Just two hours ago in South Africa, the stores were rampaged as a result of these ads. A formal apology was offered by H&M, but clearly it's really not sincere or they wouldn't sell the product. Thank you for tuning in to the Divas Corner Talk Show. We'll see you next time.